Welcome to the Fitness Candor Podcast. Your host, Eric Feigl, will be bringing you the truth about exercise and the fitness industry. You'll hear from fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders, as well as people who simply love to talk shop. Stick around after the show to learn how you can get your topic in an upcoming episode. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Before we jump into the podcast, Dr. Balduzzi, the founder of the Fit Father Project, who you're about to listen to, wants to give you a special offer. If you sign up for the Fit Father Project, you will be upgraded to the Fit Father 30X Accelerate Program that covers motivation, discipline material, and gives you access to their private Facebook page and a bunch of other goodies free of charge. All you have to do is when you get your introductory email after signing up for the Fit Father Project, just reply to it with Fitness Candor and bam, you are upgraded to Fit Father 30X. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and do yourself a favor and sign up for the Fit Father Project. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fitness Candor Podcast. I'm Eric Feigl, your host, and Dr. Anthony Balduzzi joins me today. Uh, this is going to be a really good one and, and kind of a shout out to my dad because Dr. Balduzzi is the founder of the Fit Father Project. It's an online health and fitness community that my dad is a part of. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, it was a few episodes back where my dad got his ass handed to him by the kettlebell uh, routine in one of the workouts that uh, Balduzzi pres- prescribes. And uh, we did a podcast probably 20 minutes after. So we're still huffing and puffing and sweating and uh, so this is kind of a, a near and dear one to to him, and uh, so I think you'll enjoy that. But Dr. Balduzzi is also a, a former clinical researcher with published work on nutrition and metabolism, in addition to conducting research on the genetic regulation of weight gain. He's also a uh, national champion bodybuilder and obviously is a, is a doctor, a naturopathic physician. So uh, Dr. Balduzzi, with, uh, without any... Anything else? I think if you got like you know another fifteen things to add to the list, welcome to the show. <laughs> I gotta have you introduce me all the time. That's perfect. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Well, it's absolutely my pleasure. And like I said, um, a shout out to my dad because he was he was super pumped to find out that I was going to be uh, chatting with you today. And um, you've, you know, like I just mentioned before we started the recording, my dad's been an athlete literally his entire life. So he hasn't really known anything that he wasn't, uh, hasn't been able to do. He's in his mid-50s, you know, still extremely active, loves to hike, loves to bike, still plays basketball. You know, we play catch every time that I go see him. Uh, and the exercise part of it has always been an up-and-down thing for him. And even, even for me, giving him, like I said earlier, probably thousands of dollars worth of uh, training programs over the years – it kind of took, I think, the direct um, focus of, hey, you're a father, and now he's a grandfather. Hope it's okay me saying that, Dad. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and to stay active and to stay healthy, here are the kind of exercises and here's a program to follow that men like him and men maybe just finding out about exercise can follow and stick with it, and it's realistic. So – Give us a little bit more background about yourself, um, maybe how you founded Fit Fathers Project, and we can kind of go from there. Yeah, perfect. Well, I'm just really grateful that I have 
you know, good hardworking guys like your dad that fall on every end of the spectrum of health and fitness. I would even say, you know, your dad falls in one of the more athletic and active spectrum um, from the guys we help. You know, the vast majority are, are men that just found that over the past 20 years of, of dealing with life and, and raising families and, and handling the responsibilities of being a father and being a provider, their health has taken the backseat and they've slipped and they find themselves 20, 30, 40, 100 pounds overweight and they're looking for sustainable solutions. You know, most guys out there, I've tried some diet uh, before, you know, maybe they've gotten a workout from a, a really well-qualified personal trainer like themselves. Um, and what we decided to do with the Fit Father Project is uh, gather a community of men um, that could support each other on the journey to getting healthy that also provided very specific nutrition and exercise advice that would work for a guy with an aging metabolism and an aging body um, and, and make him feel supported like he has a precise solution that's geared to his lifestyle and his body. Uh, and the reason I am so incredibly passionate about helping guys, fathers, especially guys in their 40s, 50s, and 60s is because growing up, um, I essentially watched my dad lose his health. Um, you know, I think I was maybe six at the time uh, when my brother and I, we were living in upstate New York and uh, we heard a huge crash in my parents' upstairs bedroom and we ran upstairs and uh, we saw dad, his socks on the floor, just convulsing, having a violent seizure. And, uh, and this, was, this was like the scariest moment of my entire life. You know, we had no idea what was going on and we rushed dad to the hospital and uh, the doctors ran brain tests and, and blood, blood scans and all the things to really just try to figure out what was going on uh, with dad. And he, that night he got diagnosed with terminal brain cancer that the doctor said was largely um, based on the unhealthy lifestyle that he'd been following for many years. Um, wow. And over the next few years, I saw dad completely lose his health and he passed away at 42. Uh, and so that taught me a lot of lessons. And one of the main ones was that as men, as providers, our health is the bedrock of our ability to show up and take care of our families. And, and we can really lose focus of that amidst the busyness of life. So I wanted to create the Fit Father Project as a space, you know, that would help guys before they get to the point where my dad was uh, and really catch it early and, and find sustainable solutions to integrate time efficient exercise and lifestyle based eating habits um, so that guys can stay strong and healthy for their families to see their kids and their grandkids grow up. That's something I saw my dad miss. So uh, you know, I'm hell bent on the rest of my life figuring out how to continue to help more guys. Uh, and the Fit Father Project has been a blessing for thousands of guys. Like, I'm just yeah. grateful that I found guys like your dad. Yeah. And I mean, believe me, he's grateful that he found your program too. So something that really stood out to me, what you just said was sustainable solutions. Because I think that when most people think of, of exercise or a healthy lifestyle overall, like a big umbrella there's healthy lifestyle there's good you know work-life balance there's family there's nutrition uh good sleep there's all of these these different things and exercise seems to be that one i i feel like that people number one especially if you're not an already an avid exerciser or someone who strength trains or does any kind of uh, physical activity you you're lost right you mm -hmm. have you have you walk into a gym anybody can get a gym membership I mean, yep. the, the numbers are outrageous of the amount of people who buy a gym membership. Um, and we don't even have to talk about the New Year's. We can talk about the hundreds of millions of dollars that people just lose or, or well, <laughs> that companies gain mm -hmm. uh, year and year just because people walk in. They're just like, okay, well, I'm here now. And then they go cardio machine and that's it. Yep. And there's this intimidation factor. You see machines, you see big meatheads, you see, you know, like all of these different things and you, you're lost. And you're like, you know what? 
that's not for me. I, I can't do that. I, I don't know what to do. So I'm done. Mm -hmm. So describe that sustainable solution a little bit more because I think your program really hammers that home. Yeah, totally. I think that, you know, the only, the only solutions that are worth pursuing um, for the average guy who's not looking to be a pro athlete are, are the ones that are simple and sustainable. And you're 100% right that the default for so many guys when they go into the gym is just hitting the cardio machine because, you know, maybe they don't have the knowledge or the background uh, to, you know, figure out which kind of exercises they could be doing otherwise, or they're not on a structured program that's time efficient, that's safe for their bodies, that they know is, is designed by a professional, it's not gonna get them hurt. So what we teach guys is essentially that there are three types of exercise uh, that men over 40 need to be doing. And that is some safe strength training, using exercises that are calibrated for aging joints, you know, aging shoulders, knees, and low backs. Mm -hmm. They need to be doing uh, very time efficient cardio. You know, cardio is also important. Um, yep. And we like to do a lot of interval training and stuff like that. And they need to be doing some flexibility and mobility training. You know, because a lot of these guys have had desk jobs for 20 plus years and all sorts of stuff is tight and, and messed up. And that can be very, very, uh, make you very injury prone, which is one of the fastest ways to derail your fitness progress. Now, with those three kinds of exercise, the way to make things sustainable is, is to combine them into one. And that's kind of what we've done. You know, our, we're definitely not reinventing the wheel. We've essentially designed what we consider, you know, metabolic strength circuits that are a series of functional exercises, squats, push-ups, rows, overhead press, curls, like the stuff that we need to do to stay strong for life. Um, and we combine that in a, in a circuit training style fashion um, that also involves the cardio and the mobility. So when you can get a workout that is challenging, that grows with you, uh, and that has those three, you know, kind of exercises that are essential in one like 35 to 45 minute session, then you can have something that's actually sustainable. And when it's written down, you know, exactly what's prescribed, sets, reps, time, then there's no guesswork. And that removes a huge hurdle that a lot of guys face is, is you know, the lack of clarity. So that's why a structured program, whether, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, a company like us designs or a really good trainer uh, is essential. It has to be precisely designed for your body. It has to be written down and it has to be time efficient. So for our guys, you know, it's as simple as a really, really good diet, um, which we can talk about as well with around three to four of these metabolic strength training sessions per week. And in our programs, in our programming, we don't just design, uh, this is something I personally learned, you know, I, my first job when I was, you know, 16 was a personal trainer. Um, I used to design these like airtight A plus programs that were so damn complicated that no one could really see them. And <laughs> right. what I've realized is I would give someone a B level program any day that's sustainable, you know, leave out the fancy stuff and just something that someone can take action on long term. Uh, is our programming like the most mint, uh, research-based, up-to-date thing possible? Heck no. If you want that, you can go to Elite Strength Training Labs, you know, where they're, they're doing all these tests on athletes. What we are interested is in designing programs that guys can enjoy and can stick to and that are lifestyle-based. So when you join something like our FitFollower30X program that your dad tried, we give them lifestyle-based workouts that are both like, here's a version if you're in the gym, here's the version for at home. What we're thinking about is what kind of obstacles are people facing every day that's preventing them from getting the workout in, you know, lack of clarity on exercises, lack of environmental equipment. And we address all those things with a good program. So um, essentially we want to make things as simple and sustainable as possible. Well, look, I mean, you hit on a bunch of key things that I'm, I'm really a fan of the, and I think that something that you maybe didn't hit on directly, but kind of indirectly is 
you know, for, especially for someone who's just getting starting out, the best workout is the one that that person is going to do. Mm -hmm. And, and no matter, no matter, you know, and like you said, you take all the flash and stuff out of it. Like if you understand and you do a great job of like telling people, here's why these movements are important. And that I'm a big fan of keeping things super simple and executing on very, very easy movements and making those movements challenging as you become more efficient at them. And, and I think another thing you said, you know, uh, there's this in this segment. So like the baby boomer segment. Um, and older, and maybe just a slight younger, um, we're talking, you know, the, the Gen X population, I guess, mm-hmm. there, there's like this cardio junkie or over cardio <laughs> population, yeah. right? Where it, we don't see people like are coming to maturity in, in the 90s, where it's all this, you know, cardio is the way to go, step classes, and, you know, all this different, all these different things. So that's kind of all that's been ingrained with them. Mm-hmm. And all they know is that weightlifting is for bodybuilders only. Yep. And obviously that's not true. Another thing that I, that really stood out was the time efficiency of it. Three to four days a week, people, three to four days a week. It's not seven days a week. You know, that tells me that you have a very important piece called recovery built into the program. Mm -hmm. And recovery is where your actual results and the sustainability of it is going to come all together. It's not the, it's not the amount of exercise that you actually do. It's, it's the exercise and how you can respond to it during your recovery that's going to give you the benefits. So yeah, I, think that's, I think that's a really, really understated thing we, we talk about um, exercises. People think they have to dedicate, man, seven days a week, got to go to the gym. Can't do it before work. Can't do it after work. Can't do it on my lunch break. Three to four days a week. Um, and I kind of want to, without, without like standing on my table here and jumping up and down, because <laughs> I love hearing that. It's not an everyday thing. Uh, describe a little bit more about the prescription exercise selection and more importantly, the amount of time that you have allotted for each uh, workout. Totally. I mean, that's, that's like hundred percent, all the things you said. And I think that the answer to that question is it's, it's dependent on goals and the program is going to be a little different based on the individual's goals for the guys over 40 that are fairly lean and really want to build some muscle. Um, we love, you know, functional push pull splits, like yep. either splitting, you know, upper body, lower body, uh, lifting around four times per week, which is a, you know, an optimal amount of time to maximize recovery and still mm-hmm. prioritize enough frequency. Like we're hitting muscle groups, you know, maybe every, every, you know, three days or so, 72 hours, which is a really good plan. And what we even love is we just released a new program called old school muscle. That's uh, an old school three days a week, full body strength training, which really, really fell by the wayside with uh, the modern bodybuilding community that really started pushing these very specialized split routines. Uh, And there's some really compelling new research coming out of how effective, uh, you know, full body strength training can be for building yes. three times yes. a week. And I love it, you know, cause like, I love it. It's, it's like, it balances the right kind of frequency. And what guys over 40 need to understand is that their recovery capacity is not what it was when they're in their twenties and thirties back right. gone, gone to the days you could slam your chest with 20 sets in a, in a damn workout and expect <laughs> to recover. You know, right. you're going to be sore for seven days, at, yep. you know, really just missing out on valuable opportunity to build muscle. So I guess the, the point here is, um, we like the, the three times a week full body strength training for muscle building for, for guys over 40. Uh, in terms of fat loss, uh, we love those metabolic resistance training. We, 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 we preach, do your cardio with weights in your hands. Yep. 
Yep. You know, like if you're doing these right kind of, uh, you know, if you're doing uh, dense workouts with functional movements, you're moving some weight, you're going to be huffing and puffing. There's yep. not a, a need to be slaving away on the cardio. And a lot of these people were, were brought up in this aerobics generation. Uh, and it's a shame, you know, because I'm not saying low intensity, long duration cardio doesn't have some benefit. It, it definitely sure. does, but it's not necessary. And, and above all, what we, our favorite kind of exercise is diet. <laughs> you know, in terms yeah. of someone who's looking to, to recomp, um, I think another big myth that's floating around there is that you need to be a workout fiend to make dramatic changes to your body composition. Like we tell guys, I'm going to tattoo this on my arm one day. Uh, you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. So like the 80-20 of physique uh, recomposition is let's get the diet fixed. Let's get exercise you can enjoy and execute on, you know, three to four times per week. Uh, and that's enough to produce insane results. Like we have guys who even come to join our program, refuse to do the exercise, just follow the meal plan and, and walk for 30 minutes a day and still lose 50, 70, 100 pounds. Like, yep. you know, diet is a hugely uh, overlooked factor in, in it, when it really comes to weight loss. Yeah, that's huge. Actually, I talked to my dad yesterday, and, and we had this conversation all the time. I feel like every time we do talk about exercise and strength, we just kind of rehash the old stuff, which, you know, the old stuff works. But, like, I tell him, you know, fat loss is made in the kitchen. Muscle mm -hmm. is made in the gym, yeah. right? I mean, that's all there. And like you said, you cannot outwork a bad diet. The whole point of, the whole point of exercise is not to uh, burn off calories that you, that you ate that you knew you shouldn't have. I think that's that's another thing that um, people in that age range might might have to have to fight with too. You know, they they know well it's okay if I had this extra piece of cake or pizza because mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow. I need the extra calories to burn. Ooh, that's a slippery yeah, slope. It is, you know, especially especially if you're a lean person, a semi lean person already in that age group, you might have that extra piece of pizza. And you're like, you know what? I didn't see any change in my body composition and my muscularity. So, you know, next time I might try two pieces. And the next thing you know, you know, it's a year down the road and you're like, whoa, where did all this belly fat come from? Yep. You know, it's because you thought you had that little extra, uh, that little extra cheat because you were going to quote unquote outwork your diet. And that just doesn't work. Um, you're totally spot on. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing is explain a little bit. Uh, this is what I, I really like about, about the, uh, the time efficiency part, um, about these workouts, because you're not spending an hour and a half in the gym and these are very structured, well thought out. Like you've already mentioned, I think we were there at the gym when my, my dad was doing the kettlebell routine. I think we were in and out in un, well under an hour. I want to say 45 minutes. And he said mm -hmm. that when he first started it though, cause he wasn't conditioned to it, that, that he had to back up, back off a little bit, take more time, took a little bit over an hour, but he finished it. And now it's, you know, however many weeks later, and he's in and out in 45 minutes without one really hard workout. Nice. Um, yeah. So I, I think, you know, in, in terms of, and it, everything is good form. He's not rushing anything. He's taking his time, taking, you know, breaks as he needs them. But um, talk a little bit about why you chose to keep those workouts in a time constraint manner. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it just comes back to that, that key philosophy that anything that's that's not simple and sustainable is not going to be a long-term solution for busy guys. Uh, you know, we're designing this these all these programs with uh, a busy guy who's working a job, who has a family in mind. Uh, and, and the cool thing, the thing I love is that all you really need is a pair of dumbbells or a pair of kettlebells and around, you know, five, 10 feet of floor space. And you can get an incredibly effective workout 
in around 45 minutes. And, and I think this also comes to the, what you were talking about earlier is viewing exercise, not as calories burned, but as a, as a metabolic and muscular investment, it's a training stimulus. Um, and you want to give your body time to recover. So what we found is, is that these short, intense, but safe workouts spaced throughout the week, um, you know, produces the lion's share of results for guys when, when you know, paired with, a, paired with a good diet. And we don't have to make it more complicated than that. Um, and in the programming, we give guys prescribed workouts and we also give them free days. Hey, you know, one exercise today, great. Yep. Want to do something fun? Great. Go hike, uh, go fish, you know, do whatever you love. You know, there's a lot of ways to view exercise. We love structured programs like the really, there are, uh, I'm not going to lie. There are some exercises that are flat out more effective than others when it comes yeah. to, you know, producing muscular gain. And when it comes to, you know, recompositioning a, a body and in these strength circuits happen to be one of the more effective exercises. So we're like, hey, look, do these, you know, three times a week, then fill the rest of the stuff in with what you love. Uh, we give them guys a lot of flexibility with their plans to, to pick it, pick the setups that work best for them. And this is probably one thing that we do very uniquely with our programming, with our diet too, is, is we don't give people just like a meal plan uh, or we don't give them just a workout plan. We give them options and we let them self-select what's going to match the schedule best. And that's humongously important. Obviously, I, I think the best thing you could possibly do is get a custom plan designed for you by a professional that, you know, really has a, a, an extensive intake of what's going on and is able to program directly for you. The next best thing is to follow a program like ours uh, that has laid out different options that are incredibly well thought out and tested uh, that you can kind of DIY self-select a custom plan from something that has all the options laid out. And that's why thousands of guys from all over the world are using our programs with good effects because it's honestly, it's customization at scale, if you will. Yeah. That leads me right into my next comment, the, the discipline aspect, mm. because I feel like if more than not, a lot of times if people are, are told, here's exactly what to do here, go do it. I mean, it might be a lack of will. Maybe there's just some internal resistance, but that discipline factor. So giving them options and saying, I can do this. I want to do this. And that throwing that free day in there. My dad loves to ride bikes. He loves to hike. And that's exactly what he does. Mm -hmm. um, on the, on those free days. But anyway, go, go back to and talk a little bit more about that discipline and why maybe that self-selection can be part of that. Yeah. So I think one, one cool feature about self-selection outside of the fact that it helps fit your schedule better is it helps you take ownership over the plan. Uh, it's not just something that Dr. Anthony or Eric told you to do. It's something that you've kind of are you actively choosing and participating in? Uh, and I'd, I'd like to speak just more to discipline in general, because I think yep. there's a huge misconception um, that discipline is an absolutely uh, necessary prerequisite to be successful with a fitness plan that we need to rely on discipline to grit our way through our meal plan and our workouts. Um, you know, there, there is some element of, of discipline needed to be successful in any endeavor, weight loss, muscle building included. However, what's really more important in my experience from coaching thousands of guys through these journeys is to create structure that removes discipline from the equation. Um, to create, you know, structure with our eating and our exercise that makes it so that we're not relying on discipline. Like a, a great example of why, you know, meal preparation is such a useful habit. And, you know, it's not certainly not something unique to our programs is the fact that, you know, if we can spend three hours on Sunday, you know, yeah. preparing food for the week, we've effectively removed 20 plus decision points where yep. we'd have to exert discipline throughout the rest of the week to decide 
I'm going to eat healthy food. I'm going to eat healthy food. Look, we made that decision on Sunday. It's all done. It's done. So we're keeping our willpower uh, reserves and our discipline high, if you will. Um, another thing I think that we do well is, is understand the interplay between motivation and discipline. Um, what we do is on the front end of all of our fitness programs, before guys are even able to truly start the program, is we have guys go through a very in-depth reflection process on the reasons why uh, it's imperative for them to make these changes. You know, the kind of costs that their current behaviors are uh, imparting in all areas of their life, their fitness, their relationships, their finances. And we have them go through visualization and then create a mission statement for their change. Uh, because let's be honest, you know, health and fitness change is not just about uh, sets, reps, and meals. It's, it's a psychology game. It's, it's a process of working through um, our psychology and staying on track. So we found this motivation, emotional component in creating those mission statements is a huge factor in staying disciplined on the program, like remembering why you started in the first place. Place. And I guess that's kind of a part of our ethos here at the Fit Father Project. We're very mission driven. You know, we started this program in memory of my dad to help other dads. So we want to have all the guys on our program know that they're doing this uh, for deep reasons far beyond getting, you know, six pack abs after 40. Right. <laughs> yeah, just like the, the, the cliche stuff, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's exactly it. I tell you what, I, I freaked out when, uh, when you said meal prep because that's something that uh, I've been uh, basically. I don't want to say preach, but I've been, I've been harping on my dad about meal prep. You're taking those decisions. It's done. You have all of the food you need. It's already there. My wife and I spend, um, we used to be real fancy about meal prep, uh, mm -hmm. finding new recipes and new ways to use this vegetable and blah, 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 blah. And that is good for, for some people. If you are very, if you're skilled in the kitchen, if you like mm -hmm. to be in the kitchen, that is awesome. For me, especially during the summer, though, I don't want to spend hours upon hours upon hours on a Sunday or a Friday or a Saturday night, whatever, meal prepping. So what we've done, uh, well, I should say meal prepping certain things. We do meal prep. We meal prep on, on, on Sundays, but we've got it down to a science now. Mm -hmm. We know exactly what meats we're going to do. We're no, we, and we don't do any, hardly anything fancy to anything we do. Almost the same vegetables, almost the same meats almost the same type of, um, you know, non-refined carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. We, we pre-pack, we pre -me basically measure everything. So we know like, okay, this is, this is going to last us through Friday. This is going to last us through Saturday. And I'm telling you, it's things like steak, it's, it's burgers, it's chicken, it's mm -hmm. bison, it's all, it, and there's even more. The best thing I think to come out of meal prep is you learn how to use spices to make those foods different. So it's not like you have to think out of the box where it's like, man, I've had steak. Because who? I mean, what guy is going to bitch about having steak, right? I mean, every <laughs> every every guy is going to. I eat steak every week, at least two to three times, uh, two to three times a week, and it's just a matter of using different spices and being comfortable, you know, cooking that way. And uh, my dad sent me a, a text uh, yesterday with this these two big uh, some kind of fish on the grill with all these vegetables in this tin foil. And that, and he's just like meal prepping. And it was like, yes, you know, mm -hmm. you find, you find that, that breakthrough, but that just takes the guesswork. And it kind of goes back to what you said earlier about the exercise. It's the same philosophy just in the kitchen. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. That's the core philosophy. I think we're having, we do the exact same thing on Sundays, you and I across yeah. the country doing the same thing. And it's a trait of definitely successful people who have been around the game long enough to know the simple habits that, you know, kind of pave the path for, success and meal yep. preps one of those another thing that i really love that is will be beneficial for people is 
understanding that uh, I think an objection people have to the idea of meal prep is like, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to be eating the same foods all the time and it'll be boring. Like what you said, mixing up the spices, you know, people will be shocked how easy it is to make, you know, similar foods taste very differently without really changing the meal prep habit. Another right. thing uh, that's really good is, is to save uh, the fanciness and the variability of your meals for dinner. I think yeah. early in the day when guys are, are, you know, you get up, you, you have your routine, you go to work or whatever you do, um, having very regimented breakfast and lunch uh, is a highly effective way from like a behavioral standpoint to stick to your diet. So uh, it, for, in our Fit Father meal plan, for example, we give guys very regimented uh, shakes that they can make for breakfast or really quick turnkey breakfast recipes. And you get into the routine of having the same fuel in the morning. You don't have to think about it. There's no decision fatigue. You have a very similar lunch and then at dinner, if you want to be a little more flexible, get weird, throw some salmon on the grill, do a different vegetable, cool. You know, go out and have dinner, that's fine too. But the more regimented routine we can stay on the front end of the day tends to help. And for busy guys, uh, you know, shakes in the morning are a very effective way. And, and they can be totally filling with the right kind of uh, nutrients and ingredients. So it's, it's, it's one little, uh, you know, not necessary thing, but habit hack that we do. Uh, and another thing, you know, there's a lot of talk about meal timing and, and fasting and stuff like that these days is uh, we build that kind of stuff into our program as well. So if guys, you know, don't like having breakfast, we don't tell them they're doing an intermittent fasting style diet, but we have a... Right. We have an at-home meal plan that just so happens to push breakfast back until 10, 30, 11. Like they don't even know they're doing IF. Perfect, it's perfect. Built in. Uh, but we just, we give them the options to choose different, you know, different meal plans. And even on the go, you know, just because you're trying to eat healthy does not mean that you can never eat out. You know, one right. thing we also love to provide is, is recipe options at, you know, Chipotle, Subway, even places like McDonald's. Like, you don't know. Like, someone needs the tools to be able to, to have a meal that is kind of on macro uh, nutrient composition all over the place. So, you just yeah. kind of really respect the fact that we're living lives, we're busy, we got to do the best we can. That, you know, B plus plan that you can execute on uh, 365 is, is going to win. Yep. The, the, the term you use, turnkey, that that fits that fits across the board for the whole program because i think the program fits into your life well you don't have to make your life fit the program that's it thank you that, yep. that that is it that's exactly what it like it when you said that i'm like yeah that's exactly it because you're taking your life and you're like you're 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 building every all this stuff around it because everything in life is already there you know you don't mm. have these things built in and that's uh yeah that's an excellent <laughs> That's an excellent way to put it. Um, so I, I mean, other than other than that, what right now do you, you are you and your team working on? Do you have any other projects that you're trying to work on? You mentioned um, earlier to go back and look the uh, the old school mus muscle. Anything else like that in the in the world? Yeah, yeah. So three kind of things that we're 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 always refining our Fitfiler 30x program. That's the one your dad went through. And that's a, yep. that's a, that's a weight loss, fat loss geared programming. Um, we, we just released our old school muscle program, which is exciting. We got the first guys going through this wave of, of a nine week muscle building program, which is that, you know, kind of full body split kind of training with, um, some really dialed in, uh, nutrition guidelines for building muscle when you're over 40. Um, we're, we're going to be launching a travel fit program, which we're really excited about because a, a big, point that where guys get derailed is 
you know, they're, they're traveling, they're on the go, they're at work. And uh, if, if your fitness routine does not allow uh, for really effective minimalist workouts that, you know, involve like a, some exercise bands, a TRX, or just your own body weight, it's going to be tough. Uh, to, you can find excuses to fall off track. So we're doing that as well. And uh, what I'm working on this week is refining something we have as a part of FitFollow30X called our Motivation and Discipline Bible. So we spend a ton of time uh, focusing on all the non-fitness stuff that makes fitness work. Uh, and motivation and discipline is, is a hugely important topic that we invest a lot of time, research and development in because it's the intangible stuff that uh, keeps guys on the program, doesn't just get them short-term results. So lots of exciting stuff down the pipeline and, and we're just grateful for every single man that comes through our doors and finds something that works for them. Um, you know, whether it's with us or, or other people, we just want more guys to know that it's possible to be ridiculously healthy and fit <laughs> um, well into your 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. Uh, yep. You just need to change up the strategies and get the support. Yep. Amen to that. So, Anthony, if people have any more questions, comments, concerns, where can people reach you? I, well, my personal email, you know, I'm always, you know, we get thousands of emails every week with our team, but I do my best to uh, answer as many as I can. So Anthony at fitfatherproject.com, uh, they can send me a message and maybe we can toss that in the show notes. And what yep. I would also recommend people do is check out uh, fitfatherproject.com. That's our blog. We have, you know, a couple hundred thousand people reading the site every month and we have some really, really great free resources. I know we talked a lot about, you know, some of our paid programs like FitFollower30X and Old School Muscle. Uh, where I'd recommend people start though is our free one day meal plan and our free 24 minute fat burning workout, which is very similar to the circuit training workouts we do uh, in FitFollower30X. And, you know, we've had, you know, I can't tell you almost like 100,000 people download these things. Uh, and, and they're just, they're guys that don't even, you know, buy our program. They just use our free stuff and they write us and be like, Hey man, you know, never join your program, but use your free meal plan. And, and you know, I've lost 50 pounds. <laughs> I love that. Go do that. Use this stuff. You know, we're here to provide massive value and, and some of our resources, you know, they're simple and they really give you the step-by-step of what we started to cover here on this podcast. That's awesome. And I'm going to link every single one of those to the show notes. So awesome. if, if anybody has any questions, comments, uh, concerns, please do reach out. Um, so Anthony, there's one thing that I do like to end the podcast with, mm. and uh, I've been kind of on and off about it, but I'm trying to make it a habit. Do you have a favorite quote that you either tell yourself or you tell people that you work with? Yeah, I think by, um, I think one that I've that's been coming up for me uh, recently. With this, besides the don't add exercise to bad diet, um, I like this quote. Now that I've been working on this motivation and discipline bible, um, what with uh, this week is a quote from Jim Brown, who's a you know very famous father of uh, American personal development philosophy, and he has a quote that says, uh, "Motivation uh, is like bathing or showers; it's recommended daily." And I think that's why I love uh, podcasts and blogs and mediums like you and I publishing content because, you know, listen, I think there's this fallacy that people think that, you know, you're always going to be motivated, always on the ball. I think life, at least in my experience, is a series of continually choosing to get back on the wagon and consume yeah. information that's inspirational, that gets our mindset right. And it's a continual process, something that'll never stop. So motivation is like showers recommended daily. Um, you know, listen to fitness candor, check out fit father project, uh, and, uh, you know, keep your mind right and let's keep on moving forward together. That's awesome. I couldn't say it better myself, man. Um, I'm going to link everything in the show notes.